This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. No music in the beginning oh, of the Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Tom Bernard Show. I'm here with... Katie Harms. Andy Brant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. Tom is out sick once again. I was just telling everybody about how weird he is when he's ill. Oh, my God. He's he does watching, get really yeah, weird he's when watching, he's sick. He's watching a polka music <laughs> show yesterday. So desperate for any kind of entertainment, I guess. Sunday afternoon polka. Uh, yep, mm. they just dance around, and there's a band up there. I don't know how he finds these weird things. I and, think and Channel 6 actually covers Okay local polka mm-hmm. i mean i think it's really like a big thing and when it's not on people get really upset where's my polka music? yeah and if i would have had my iphone close by and i would have recorded him talking to the television about the polka people it would have gone viral and i would have been able to sell it it was the most hilarious thing i've ever seen in my life he's like i just love this i mean they're just happy dancing around hopping around like a bunch of maniacs (laughs) it was it was was just hilarious and then he also what else did he make me watch for a while oh he watched some sort of a biography about orson wells Mm. uh and, and i mean that guy holy what a weirdo does anybody know was he was he gay I don't think oh, so. He sure I don't seemed... know that anybody knows. Oh, really? I would think Yeah, that I think that Orson Welles was like, yeah, he was, well, he was married to three different women. Well, that doesn't, doesn't mean, mean anything. anything, especially back in then, those days when they yeah. kind of felt like they had to be married. It was just uh, that man. Oh, my God. What a piece of work he was. Yeah, he, he was, was working a... on this weird film, something about the other side. I think it was the other side of the wind. And it got caught up in the Middle East. We should because... talk about this after the ad break. Oh, so yeah, we can... the ad break. <laughs> so oh, we yeah. can upload oh, yeah, this oh, to yeah. the radio. Thank you, Andy. I would have forgotten, <laughs> yeah. forgotten completely. Right after these important messages. <laughs> Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? 
Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. <laughs> what is this? Oh. Oh. The wings happy music bluebird as she sings the six o'clock <laughs> alarm would never end i love it we're back tom bernard show sans tom bernard <laughs> you know what's so weird is i think tom took off last thursday from the morning show and today from mm-hmm. the morning show he went in briefly yesterday to do to do the salute to the veterans mm-hmm. thing that they do all day on sunday and before these two days, I think he took four days off in 30 years. I was going to say that. Yeah. Never, ever mm-hmm. called in sick. It's hitting hard this year. Yeah, and, and people are again, having it's a hitting flu. Early. Mm-hmm. People are having a really bad flu. Well, it always, it always happens. It always, we always get an influx once school starts. Yes. So, like in our household, once school starts, it's pretty rough from September to about beginning of December. And then it kind of, you know, phases out a little bit, and then it will pick up again in February, and then you know we'll get cold, strep throat again, and oh. it comes in these cycles. But it's usually right when school starts, because then you have all these kids touching stuff and fingers. Well, yeah. that's what happened. Um, I don't remember these weird viruses when you kids were little. I really don't. But Fawn had like they have they have rashes, and mm-hmm. their eyes are watering, mm-hmm. and like and like getting swollen, not like. You know, pink eye. Yeah. But some sort of weird eye thing, and then they're coughing. It's just, they're just odd viruses. Well, viruses change. That's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that's what they but do. But I mean, with the whole skin rash thing, too, that seems well, like pretty intense. Well, that can be common. Certain strands of colds and stuff can yeah. give you type of rash or really, a I've couple hives type of thing. Really? Yeah. With a cold? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never had that. My kids have had it. Yep. Huh. Uh, my son Jackson just had it. End of, like, it was early spring last year he had a cold and then he had like hives on his face i'm like what's going on and i guess it's it can be common with the common cold oh you know just depends on how your autoimmune body 
system responds to it. No, because we babysat last Monday. And, you know, Fawn was sticking her fingers in Tom's mouth and <laughs> coughing in his face well, and you? sneezing right <laughs> on you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like, really? I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, why are you letting her do that? She has a cold. Oh. And sure enough, uh-huh. he caught it. And uh-huh. then the little guy, Sage was sick, too, but his only lasted like a day and a half, and he wasn't that sick. Yeah. Oh, our granddaughter has it now. She is the most pleasant sick child ever. She'll spit up and then she'll just smile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're like, oh my god, like a dog, <laughs> just throw up and then they act like they didn't. Yeah, even... like yeah. no big deal, mm-hmm. but it's hard because it's going through, you know, from yeah. daycare to everybody yeah. and. Yeah. Hey, Thanks. welcome. Wow, we are bright rays of sunshine today. Let's see, what have we talked about? Really crappy movies. We've talked about... I want to talk sports. Can okay. we, can yeah, we, we talk, talk about sports? Gophers. Yeah, can we talk gopher volleyball? Because honest to God, I'm going to like hold you all hostage and ca- talk gopher volleyball. Okay. Sure, we can talk about volleyball. I think we should talk about gopher volleyball. And, I suck and, at volleyball, but let's talk about you're, it. You're kind, of, you're kind of tiny for I, um, volleyball. Do Are you guys aware short. that the final four of women's NCAA college volleyball is in Minneapolis this year? Oh, it is? It is here in Minneapolis this year. It is mm-hmm. virtually sold out. There might be a few tickets left. It is a big darn deal. Mm-hmm. So Friday night, I was at the pavilion for the women's volleyball game. Okay. They are undefeated in the Big Ten, leading the Big Ten. Unbelievable. I, I yeah. can't remember that. This is the strongest team that I ever have ever seen of Gopher Volleyball since I've started following them in about 2000, late 1990s. They are absolutely kicking ass, taking names. Next door at Williams Arena was the first game of Lindsey Whalen's career as a oh, coach. coach right. uh-huh. Both venues, both venues sold out. Wow. Women's sports is kicking ass. Well, for the last, what, five years? The uh, women's basketball. Every, yeah, they we have yep. been the only ones that have won anything. Yeah. Well, same with basketball in the state. The Minnesota Lynx. They're the only yeah, ones that's like, had yeah. championships. And, I mean, it's like right. men's sports is I think, <laughs> inferior. And, and, you know what? and it's not that you want to take one against the other, but there is room for both. But the collective, you know, Bob gives me a hard time uh, that that I talk about the fact that you know, we've got to grow the sport. And he's like, well, you got to grow the sport on the backs of the women. <laughs> you may have a different thing to say. Like, you, as a woman, need to go cheer for women's sports. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, that's not the way that it works. If you are, if you like athletes, if you like sure. the competition, if you like to see true athletes, get yourself over to watch Go for Women's Volleyball. Go watch Go for Women's uh, Hockey. Brad mm-hmm. Frost has an incredible program over there. He is doing amazing things. Watching those young women skate, you know, yes, they don't have the hard checking that you see, but it is absolutely an enjoyable game to watch. Very, very good competition. Mm-hmm. And the longer that that sport grows, the more years there are, the more competition there is from team to team to team. It's It gets more and more fun to watch. So as college sports get mm-hmm. bigger and bigger, is that going to spill over? I mean, I know we have professional women's sports, right. but they're not making the money and they're not drawing the crowds. Mm-hmm. Do you think some that's going to make it some better? Some are drawing the crowds. And yes, I do think it's going to get okay. better. I think women are demanding. You know, you ha- you also have to follow. So women's basketball right now, 
they have professional if you're going to pr play professional volleyball you're probably going to do it overseas we have the olympic feeder program but even most of those women are playing overseas really during season and when you think about it it really boils down to cost having um so they have in in europe they have a, a Turkish league or um, an Italian league or a French league, and they're playing within that country. Why don't country. I think of volleyball when I think of Turkey? Yeah, <laughs> they are, there is a lot of money over really? there. Mm, probably six figures to some of the women athletes that are wow. playing over there. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Lauren Gibmeyer, who was a, a middle for the University of Minnesota is and is on the, or on the uh, Olympic training team, is playing in Turkey. Tori Dixon... Uh, I can't remember where Tori's playing this year, possibly Azer Azerbaijan. Yes, okay. it is amazing. But what happens over there is they've got money. They've got sponsorship. It's a smaller area. They do not have college sports. They do not have, they have the professional oh, okay. soccer and things like that. So they don't have the college sports. So they have club teams and these club teams are professional, semi-professional. So okay. they're easier to bus athletes um, rather, you're not flying them across country to try to put together a league here in in the United States. Right, you're talking giant, about you, yeah. you know where are your yeah. centers that you're going to, and then you're competing for the dollars. I mean, the University of Minnesota pulls phenomenal um, support for their for their women's athletics, for their athletics in general. Football, it, we're coming along. It will, it will, it will improve. I think over time, but you go out to watch a volleyball game. Um, BYU, uh, Stanford's the number one in the BYU is the number one in the country right now, followed by Stanford. And y y you have, go pick your seat, because there's so many things out there that are taking the dollars. Yeah. Right. Right. In that, in that area. What do you think is you know, with this push? this hard, hard push to make college free. What's going to happen to sports? Well, do you really think the push to make college free is going to happen? Looks like they're nominating people into major leagues uh, markets that are, that's what they want to do. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. You yeah. don't think they so? They make so much so. money. They'll, they'll figure out a way to make it. So not it's happen. a really interesting question, but I don't think it's going to happen. <clears throat> what would happen? If it did happen, I wonder if you would have a, comp a com component of almost turning them as semi pros, the athletes, with all of the facilities, mm -hmm. the billions of dollars or in facilities, they, and yeah, the, everything would have to yeah, change. There might everything. then be a professional women's league in the United States that would then, you know, I don't know. Because I just, you know, I just think about that. It's like if you think about. Places that college is free, like, you know, uh, England, let's say, uh, they don't have, I mean, their rugby teams and all of their teams, they're all pretty well, much are, all professional. Yeah, well, those are the club teams that they yeah. have. It's it's separated. Yeah, they're they not really even involved have... in the university per se. You have a club that is its own entity that's usually in a, um, oh, a, an area outside of England. Right, or you know, it's more or, like a, a community. Uh, more they're like St. Thomas or something. Teams. The you know what it was are, are these well there's no education there's no education involved with a club athletic right. team in anywhere in Europe that I know of it's truly you're there okay. for that club to develop as that athlete okay and then if you're in college but college is even set up differently the tracks are there so if you're if you're growing up in London or in England you're going to if you're you 
you know early on if you're college material or if you're mm -hmm. going to do sure. trade school or you're going to do this tract or whatever so it's well, if you set don't, a little if you bit don't differently pass the test you don't go right. to school exactly yeah. yeah and you you know that early on yeah and there's really no way to come back around that which is fascinating which is a little scary to me because i mean a lot of people like i didn't really i hated high school i thought it was a complete waste of my time i didn't enjoy it at all but i really liked college mm -hmm. and i excelled at college i had great grades Right. But my, I mean, my grades weren't horrible in high school, but if you just went off my, my grades and probably, I don't even know what I, I don't remember my test scores because they weren't that important back in those days. I don't know if I had been able to go to college. It was a means to an end. Yeah. Were you social? Were you very social? Mm -hmm. And yeah. yeah. But I mean, I just didn't, yeah. yeah, high school just didn't do it for me. So it's kind of, I, I don't know if there's. Aren't any... you glad you didn't grow up in Europe? <laughs> You'd have, been, I wonder, you'd have been SOL. I wonder if you can study for some sort of an exam and still get in, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how it is. I don't know. But, you know, they're not, they're not giving out free scholarships to everybody because everything's a scholarship. Well. Right? Because it's free. Yeah. Yeah. It's all free. And Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how the f funding system works or anything. It's very interesting. But if you bring it back over to here and you look at college – College is not the answer for a lot of people. No. And I do think that there should be help for people going into trade schools. For sure. Because, you know, I mean... Why I, them versus why well, them versus college? Well, because I think that their employer, their potential employer, should be able to kick in some money and get some good people. Because there's a lot of trades that are really looking for people and they can't get them. Yeah. Well, I know in some of, uh, like, my, my previous job... I don't think when the old owner owned the company, he did do that. Like if you wanted to go to school for electronics, they would chip in for tuition and everything mm -hmm. to get you through so you could get like a bachelor's degree in electronics, mm -hmm. and then you'd get a higher salary once you completed. Yeah, and then you usually have to sign a contract that you stay there for X amount of years yep, or something or like that. If so. you do leave, you can't work for a competitive company right. or anything that falls in under that umbrella mm -hmm. so there are companies that do that but it's like they push these kids to go to these big universities i tell my kids all the time learn a trade everybody needs a plumber everybody needs electrician and you can make i have a lot of friends that have owned own their own companies by going to school and learning a trade and they're making six figures a year owning their own company doing this so it's not absolutely. I know, think that's definitely the way to go. I and mean, it's job security, you know, because a lot of these kids they go to these four-year colleges, have hundreds of thousand dollars in debt, and then they graduate, and yep. then they can get a job that's you know m more making more than eighteen bucks an hour. I do. I I don't understand how these colleges. Our universities have these huge, huge, huge endowments. And I know, the, like billions and, of dollars and from the, the government. And, and the, uh, well, it's not only government, it's private uh, donations, mm -hmm. too. How tuition keeps getting so crazy high. It just doesn't make any sense to me. You should be able to offset something with all of that money sitting in the bank. And supposedly you are. Supposedly they are offsetting those. How? But the costs of everything that they're doing and then the need for different things. And, well, I think about technology. And I think about, um, I, we were just over at the U for a, um, a presentation uh, on what they're doing with, um, oh, when you have, <laughs> when you ha I, I'm, I'm completely <laughs> blanking on the words for it. Um, there's... 
It's a mon- Monday brain. It's a Monday. I'm I call it Monday, Monday brain. brain. Holy crap. <laughs> anyway, the technology involved in the advancement of medicine okay. is unbelievable. So the costs that are needed to are fund and, and finance, research and development, okay. and, and which, which goes into every other part of it. Sure. You know, if you're going to bring on the people that can do that, and you've got to educate the people to use this new technology, and, and it just, it's, right? It keeps going sure. and going. So you need the money to fund the future, essentially. Oh, but it just seems like, I mean, I don't even know. What's Harvard's? Uh, Tom keeps talking about how Harvard has so much money that they could educate every person in America for free. Just sitting in the bank. They get $37 billion a year in endowment. See, that's that, ridiculous. I, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, and they're not sharing. Yes, on the public, on the private education sector. Yeah, they're not sharing. They're just hogging all this money and then, you know, telling us how to live our lives and what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. You should be a little bit more careful when you're pointing fingers at everybody else when you've got all of this money just sitting there. Yale gets $29 billion, Stanford gets $25 billion, mm-hmm. Princeton $22 billion. That's a hard pill to swallow for me. Yeah, that's the thing. Is there, There's kids, clearly when, yeah. a lot of corruption, nepotism, that kind of thing Cronyism. going on in academia. And I just don't. Well, there is. Um, I guess I feel a little bit better of supporting a a public university then. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and to me, to kind of bring it back full circle, and thank you for allowing me to talk about (laughs) women's sports and particularly volleyball at the University of Minnesota. Um, They are in a in a fundraising campaign to put together a the first of its kind volleyball performance center at the university. And to me, it's a pure way to support young women, student-athletes, and have a profound effect on their lives and many to come for years and years and years. And, uh, we have to take a break. And on that, we have we to take do. a break. Sorry, we're a minute past. Sorry. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's Tom with an update on my successful weight loss journey. I'm down 92.5 pounds thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost of Plymouth. Great people. The official and only provider of the Nutramost program in Minnesota. I've never been down this road losing so much weight and then keeping it off. So now I'm on the Nutramost Forever Maintenance Program. This program reminds me to keep hydrated and what is good to eat and keep my healthy weight. Find out how to be successful losing weight by attending the Nutramost Free Informational Dinner. It is on Monday, November 12th, 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramost guarantees that you'll lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life and they can help you too. But heads up. There are copycat programs claiming to be cheaper with the same results, but they don't take into account the detailed specifics of your body to customize the program for you. Register for the Nutramost Dinner. Register for the Nutramost Dinner on November 12th. I'll see you there. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. 
It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. We're back, the Tom Bernard Show, without Tom Bernard. I love this song. I sure oh my are. God, this is great. This is Aerosmith's version. Yeah. But I've always loved this song. That's it's what we. Song. This should be our new national anthem. Just come together. <laughs> right. It'll now. be all right. Yeah, I like it. I just did some quick math during the break. Uh oh. Uh, looks we, like don't confuse us with statistics and <laughs> numbers. And down, it's Monday. And truth numbers. If you take the endowment plus the tuition into account uh, and divide it by the number of students they have, Harvard gets over one point six million dollars per student per year. Oh. Yeah. See, so there, yeah, there is no way it costs anywhere near that amount to educate one student. One point six million dollars. Well, and if it does, you're doing something wrong. You're doing really something wrong. very wrong. Very, very wrong. Yeah, you could, you could do so much with one point six million dollars, but apparently that's what it takes to get one person through one year of school. Jeez. I don't think so. No. There's clearly something very wrong going on. Yeah, there's something goofy. Well, you know, how many... Uh, there's there's so much corruption when there's that much money. Yep. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not accusing well, the them League. of being corrupt, on any, but on any it's level. just a little weird. I'm still going to say on any level. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Whenever there's money. Mm-hmm. Whenever there's money involved. Absolutely. It, it's oh, yeah, true. people steal from, like, local charities that make... A hundred thousand dollars a year. They'll oh. they'll steal from anything. If Alex they can. used to be involved in this little pony club, and well, there were two of them. She wasn't in this one, but all of a sudden, the, the pony club just disappeared. And we're like, "What happened to all the you know pony clubbers?" And they're like, "Oh, um, some mom stole all the money." Oh, geez, <laughs> mm. bank account was. Gone. You hear about it, or the pull tabs, or a oh, church. Yeah, somebody was running, or the yeah. church, or a church got ripped off. Uh, the DM, there was a DMV in Golden Valley that was closed for years because somebody was taking all the money. Okay, from uh-huh. the DMV. How mm. is it that we're back to bad news again? For God's sakes! I don't know. How can you take money at the DMV? They're like, it's only cash or check. I, oh, you're gonna steal a bunch of she, checks? Somehow she was embezzling the money. I don't know how they do it. You have to have a really good criminal mind to just rip people off. I don't understand. I, you know, here's my problem. I, I don't can't have a memory. Think... I don't have a brain. I can't remember. I gotta be honest because I don't have a good memory. For stuff lately, I mean, it's getting better again, thank God. But truly, I'd rather be, you know, it's just easier. It's just less to remember. Yeah. That old saying, honesty is the best policy. I wish that we could go back to that. So how much does it cost to adopt a vixen? I don't know. I should find out. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that off air. That yeah, there's the vixen, a, yeah. you can adopt a vixen. Tack, women's tackle football. football. How mm-hmm. many of, the, of those teams are out there? Um, let me check. Cause you know, I, what's the league? Yeah, there's a it's a women's league. Um, let's see. Let me look it up. Minnesota Vixen. I mean, that's just so cute. You can adopt I, a Vixen. I I think Ruth is is like either friends with or very much um, pro Vixen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go Vixen. Go Vixen. 
Well, you can, and then, um, well, they also have, like, if you want to help volunteer coaching, they're like, there's no football experience necessary. They'll teach you everything you need to know. I mean, it's like a pretty huge uh, adoptive vixen. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> you know, I... I wanted to do roller derby once a long time ago. I, can I see thought you that doing would that. really be fun to do. Not, Not anymore. Until I don't. you fell I over really, I, I like my hips, and I, I, I don't want to see my husband in that way, you know, like as my service provider doctor. Well, I don't think there's a set fee. It's just kind of a donation. It says oh, adopt okay. a vixen is a way for fans, family, and friends, both near and far, to help the opportunity to support the football team. Oh, and then okay. does the vixen come to dinner or like <laughs> live with you? you vixen time? one-on-one uh, <laughs> on time? Do you have to host them as you adopt them too? Have them over for Christmas. (laughs) It says each player is responsible for their own annual training fee that helps cover the expense of such items as travel, practice fields, cost of stadium, referees. Oh, my God. They have to pay their own way to be a vixen. you got to. Wow. It's the love of football. I'm telling you, they want to be out there. And it's like things like this. It's like, why aren't they pushing this to be more? How many are in that league then? Um, Let's see. Do we have Kostaki yet? We do. He just called in. Speaking of vixens. (laughs) Greek vixens. People who like vixens. We're talking about. I'll answer to that. We, uh, we, we, I just found out that we have a tackle female football league called the Vixens. Oh, I was trying to figure out from context what the, what you. I thought maybe that was the nickname of the cheerleaders or something. Okay, oh, gotcha. see, there you go. Well, vixen is like. Is it? It's a very uh, feminine name for yes. a tackle football team. Oh, that's true. What do you want them to be called, though? What would be a good female are, tackle? The Cougars. Here, I'll look up their standing <laughs> and stats. And they all have to be over nice. thirty. <laughs> uh. No. Are you are you safe out there in La La Land? We're safe. Okay. We're right in the middle of, uh, of L.A., so okay. all this stuff is going on kind of mm. on the outskirts. Yes. Okay. I didn't know exactly it's where you live. a little bit. We can sometimes actually smell smoke, yeah, but I it's bet. far away. Okay, good. Yeah. Scary, great. man. Yeah. Yeah, but far it away. Is. It really I mean, is. Far away is like 20 miles. Is relative. Yes, that's right. That's so right. that's not it's, far uh, away. No, it really isn't. If yeah, if the winds right. change just right. But it is billions of dollars worth of houses between here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There will be a strong push to, to save this area. That's true. Um, but, yeah, that's but yes, stuff. Uh, Maybe that's yeah, where the wall needs to be built. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. A firewall. I'm sorry. On the, on the other side of L.A.? Yeah. yeah. I hear you. <laughs> I'm a resident, but I feel the same way about this place. Yeah, I, yeah. I hear you. Well, I'm glad that you're okay and you don't live in some valley that's in danger. No. Uh, Los Angeles is, to me, uh, it's like high school. On paper, it's a nightmare. But when you find your little niche of people that you like and you hang out with, it's fine, you know? Yeah, you can always find it's, some uh, place to hunker yeah. down. And it, there is, there, I mean, for all of the other schlocky awfulness here, there are some beautifully done pieces of work, you know, some movies and some TV shows that are fantastic that are coming out of this crazy place. Sure. So I try to focus on that side of it instead of 
you know, the classic joke that my friend said years ago. Why does my dentist have a screenplay? You know, <laughs> <laughs> totally defines what L.A. is. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, in case you haven't guessed, Tom's homesick again, watching poker. I did. I was guessing that. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's, he's, what's his story? Uh, he's just, uh, our, 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 one of our grandchildren was sick, and she was shoving her fingers in his mouth while we were babysitting and sneezing in his face, and <laughs> lo and behold, he got sick. <laughs> it's not rocket science. No. Bob. he yeah, came, right. Yeah, he came running up this morning, and he was like, I don't think I can do this show. <laughs> I'm like, well, you could. You just have to pretend you're a professional wrestler. <laughs> it might play okay. <laughs> it was bad. He's got a pretty gravelly voice on a, yeah. on a good day. It, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was bad. So one more day we're going to give him, and then no way. I'm not going to fall for this crap anymore. You know, you can't watch Well, the professional... Vikings didn't lose or anything. Oh, Shame. no. They had a bye. And the Gophers right. did win. So, I mean, the world has turned on its axis for the right. <laughs> foreseeable future, I think, because, you know. I want to hear more about these vixens. So what were you going to say? <laughs> I, I guess they're a tackle football, a female mm-hmm. tackle football Yeah, there's a league. There's I, actually a league. It's the Women's Football Association, and there's a lot of teams all over, scattered all over the country. They have... A Northeast Conference, they have the Midwest Conference. So, I mean, you're looking at 50-plus teams that nobody hears about. Nobody right. hears about them. But is this – this isn't the thing with the, you know, the knee-high socks. No, this tiny is – Tiny little pants. They look like dudes this out there. football. They look okay. – Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, wow, yeah, they really do. Well, they're not – I think part of the problem is they're all having to bring their own money in. They have to support themselves. Yeah. They have to – so they're not – this isn't probably their livelihood, right? Mm-hmm. No. It so, can't be. No, no, no. They, if they have to pay for their own training. Well, no. Right. So what you've got is is these leagues, but then who is the who is the marketing money behind it or the mastermind or whatever? Mm-hmm. That, that all takes money, and if they're having to – support themselves to even do it yeah, yeah. i can I don't see know. why right. nobody's talking i can see yeah. why it's not getting talked about right. not that it shouldn't right yeah i just i think something like that should have more light shined on it you know because obviously they're doing oh, it we're shining they the light it. today yes. baby minnesota vixens there you go <laughs> yeah we're here for you uh, girls well, I, I, I didn't even know this was a thing I'll, is there a team in la i'll i'll send you a link of the stand uh the standings uh ch- 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 Oh, look at you. Okay. Is, there a, is there a team in L.A.? I think there is. That's so I'll funny. Have, I'll Mr. Mr. I would go see that. I, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm interested in this kind of thing. There's, um, there's a ton of sort of under-the-radar uh, football leagues for, for men, too, that, you know, all these weird little scrubby leagues around that people don't talk much about. I, I think it's fascinating there's all this underworld of the sport, you know. Absolutely. When you go – in Europe, every tiny village with two houses in it has a soccer team at some level of soccer somewhere, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, you know, um, I mean, you got to keep your kids out of trouble somehow, right? And if you don't have uh, <laughs> if you don't right. have anything to watch, you got to play. <laughs> well, and generally but Yeah, these are definitely not pros. Well, generally these people the people have day jobs. Exactly. Right. And the communities get behind them in Europe. Right. The communities right. really get behind them. And well, it's, yeah. it's kind of like the South and high school football. I mean, it's it's like a religion down there, just high school football. It yeah. doesn't even have to be yeah, professional. 
there are places in the Midwest where I have to be careful about, you know, I try to not do Friday night shows in the fall because high school football is huge. Yeah. And, of course, there are tons of places where I have to be careful on Saturdays because <laughs> if, you, if you try to tell jokes in Nebraska I on Saturday during football Nebraska. season, yeah. kill yourself. <laughs> no, one, no one is going to come see you. Um, yeah, <sighs> football is bigger than even we think it is in some of these places. It's amazing. Is Eli Manning um, done? I don't know. We'll see tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Will he show up? Is it is it that close? Is it that thin a margin? Um, yeah. Well, there's a the the Giants are one in seven, I think, uh, something mm-hmm. like that, if not exactly that. So, and they've got a promising uh, rookie behind them. So at some point, they have to play the rookie and see what they got, right? Yeah. When they're when they're mathematically eliminated, I don't think it'll be this week, but it's going to be soon. All I know, there was some pretty exciting football because, you know, the Vikings were on a bye. So, but I do fantasy football, so I try and watch all the games. So I was watching football all day yesterday. Oh, my God. And, nice. yeah, I mean, well, the, the, Me the too. yeah, the Dallas game, I mean, it was ex- explosive. And it was so exciting because, like, he had Ezekiel Elliott, like, hurtling over. <laughs> like, right. I was like, whoa, what was that? And the, the passes and stuff yesterday were phenomenal uh, during the Rams game. I mean, it was it was fun. And they did a lot of good stuff honoring vets yesterday in a lot of the games. Right. So it right. was a good day for football yesterday, good. I think. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. We could well, use unless some... you're a Falcons fan. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. It's, Four or five. it's karma. I've been making fun of the Browns for like five years, so it's probably it's probably my fault. Yeah. Well, weren't the Browns the like? Browns are what? Four? Weren't the Browns like negative five? <laughs> Two thousand last year. They just didn't go to five games. They're so bad yeah, they don't they even get good. a logo. It's just a brown helmet. <laughs> yeah, that's. They weren't good. Sad. Yeah, the only team with no logo, right? <laughs> yeah, the Vikings had a bye. And the Falcons had a bye week, too. They looked at the playoffs and waved, bye! Yep, bye. exactly. <laughs> See you next year. I don't know what's going on with the Falcons. It's so sad. I blame the Forest Service, I think. That's what I, I think. Oh, probably the too soon, poor maybe. Forest Manager. Oh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> I thought after the Super Bowl loss, I couldn't feel anything again. And uh, good news, bad news. Uh, losing to the Browns sort of woke me up. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Browns, the they're the still most- the uh, the worst team in their league, so there's that. Their division, yeah, right. Their division. Yeah, go, well, go team. Well, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're, they're an emerging team. They've definitely turned the ship around, so they're not as bad as we But But, you know, still... The Falcons were still in playoff contention, and now it's, you know. There's actually, there's a lot of really, really bad teams this year, though. Well, it's weird, because, like, a lot of the teams that were doing really good last year are sucking this year, like the Eagles. They're not, I mean, they won the Super Bowl last year. How does that happen? I don't know. It's so weird. Trades. Why trade people when you just won the Super Bowl? It's a business. (laughs) Because you can get somebody else for more money. You can get two or three people you're betting on the come to get rid of that guy who you think is going to tank. Just seems to me just keep things as they are. I think the Eagles overachieved a little bit last year, and now this year they're having a little bit of a swing back the other way. They've been a little bit unlucky. They're they're a good team, but they're. They're not 500. They're, they're four and five now, right? Because, yeah. can we take a quick break? Can you be back with us in a few minutes? 
Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Absolutely. All right, thanks. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Little Rolling Stones. Isn't that the who? No, it's the Rolling Stones. Oh. I, I can see Start Mick Jagger dancing around and frolicking oh, yeah. on stage. Doing the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to on Bernard Show. We've got Kostaki Economopoulos. Hey, I said it. <laughs> you did. <laughs> With us. Congratulations. Here. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. It's the kind of name it's like, you know, you can say it, and then when you have to say it, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> well, I was going to say, lately... Uh, the last couple games in between Pittsburgh and New Orleans, Pittsburgh whooped Carolina's butt fifty-two to twenty-one. Ouch! And then Cincinnati right. lost to New Orleans fifty-one to fourteen. That's that's a slaughter. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have yeah. given up after. Yeah. I'm just like, but yeah, we haven't really seen high-scoring games in a long time, and I was that's they were a, just getting touchdown after yeah. touchdown. It was like, whoa. <laughs> that's almost like, you know. Yeah, there are definitely some blowouts this week. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like, stop the, making the touchdowns. It's sad. <laughs> I feel bad for the other team. I know. Let's not, let's not try so hard for the second half. <laughs> it is true. You're right. When it when it's like eight minutes left, you're up by 30. Why yeah. are you still trying to score? What yeah. are you doing? Well, yeah. Because they want to kill them. Well, it's because they want that, you yeah. know, especially like running backs and stuff. They want uh, their yeah, yardage their stat- and yeah, all that stats. stuff. So they, they can... just their stats. Yeah, yep, you got to up those yeah. stats. Turn that into money later, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. The, the Steelers beat the Panthers so bad. Cam Newton lost two hat sizes. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's going on with him? And didn't he have like some weird hat on, like recently? Always. Yeah, he's, he's kind the of... weird hat guy. Yeah, he's kind of never, bizarre. never boring. That guy. Give him, I'll give him points for not boring. He's worn some. Uh, and sh- the Buffalo Bills destroyed the Jets. The Jets look so bad. The ghost of John Denver wants to fly them. That's bad. <laughs> That's very bad. Yeah, it was. That yeah, was a bad game too. It's oh gosh, I don't know what's going on. Let's see. Yeah, yeah I'm looking some at of these this. games are like the. 
<laughs> they, they were like the Trump family, not even a little bit close. Am I right, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. My like Falcons that. are so bad. They're so not a good team. Oh. They're the most disappointing thing out of Atlanta since a new Coke, I think. <laughs> I still wish I had the opportunity People, to try that. The new Coke? Is, yeah. it, is it too late? It's Surely been gone for a can of new Coke quite some somewhere. time. Well, yeah, if you want to <laughs> drink some ancient bacteria from the age of the dinosaurs. I'm surprised that, you know, because every once in a while these companies just come out with like some retro product. Why they wouldn't just do that yeah that's been going Especially on a lot soft lately drink sales are down and energy drinks are up why not do they that? should totally bring back the new coke just as like a <laughs> hey guys remember this joke, they did right? that with crystal pepsi day promotion or something yeah, yeah they did not? bring back they kept bringing back crystal pepsi and it's actually i like it a lot no i i i was like <laughs> i'm like oh my god i remember this and i was so excited to try it and i tried it i'm like Oh, so this is why it stopped back in 1995. or It was terrible. I find it refreshing. Andy started yeah. a Twitter campaign. Maybe you can get that done. <laughs> there are <Yeah>. Twitter campaigns. <laughs> what did the new Coke taste like? I don't remember it. I have no idea. Everyone never, said it was awful or something. I don't really drink a lot of soft drinks. Nobody liked it. Because so I was like, well, how is it much different than regular Cla- Coca-Cola Classic? Because I know when they came back. It was from- strawberry flavored. It was strawberry. Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? That would be different, though. Gonna, That's noticeable. Seriously, that made me... Really that made, Coke. Yeah, that made me want to puke a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that would be... It's nothing worse than, like, strawberry pop. Uh, and, oh, no, no. That fake strawberry no. flavor? It's so oh, nasty. Oh, God. Ugh, gross. <laughs> Shasta. Uh, That's what all that stuff There's conspiracy was. theories around it, too. Yeah. One of the theories was that they... They they did this to sort of put a blip in the radar so they could change from sugar to corn syrup, right? Oh, oh. yeah, I forgot about well, that. People were saying so that they, they made it bad. They made it bad on purpose so that they could bring back classic Coke and then people would buy it en masse because they missed classic Coke or something like that. Oh, I don't think that far. quite right. makes sense. It's but... pro- it was probably marketing genius back in the day. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm sure it was some uh, some firm that didn't know what the hell they were doing. We're like, yeah. oh, no one likes Coke, right? Let's get rid of it. Ugh. Some of that stuff is just disgusting. Oh, I just got a message from a listener, Pat Eberts. Mm-hmm. New Coke was very sweet, very much like Pepsi, to try and battle the Pepsi right. challenge. Uh, oh. Uh, so they tried to right. change it up to compete That's with Pepsi. It was what? a little flatter and a little more sweet. It was Pepsi-like. Oh, right? so... Uh. Yeah, no thanks. And the, I, this is again. I don't know if this is true, but I remember hearing this around the time that Pepsi was winning in taste tests. Yeah, it was. Only drink one tiny sip of it. Mm-hmm. But over the long haul, uh, apparently consumers prefer Coke. It's fizzier. It's got a little bit more bite to it. Um, and so, even though it was losing in taste tests, consumers were picking Coke. And all of this sort of finer details were being explored during the new Coke. Thing, and that's part of the reason they went back. Again, this is a zillion years ago. I'm not sure this is all true, but that's in my head. Well, I'm glad um, that you know so much about Coca-Cola. <laughs> I'm from Atlanta. Oh, that's right. From mm. Atlanta. That's right. Uh, speaking of Atlanta, what do the Falcons and Le'Veon Bell have in common? Neither are showing up this year. <laughs> uh, 
Le'Veon Bell is probably not going to come to work tomorrow, which is his last day to sign for the rest of the season. Um, he should sign with Philadelphia. What better place for a Bell that doesn't work? Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, the irony. <laughs> nice time. Uh, what else do we have going on around the league? We had a bunch of kooky stories. Uh, as you said, the Bengals were rudely stomped by the Saints. Which I believe will be Pat Robertson's punishment in hell. Brutally <laughs> being stomped by Saints. Um, <clears throat> Breeze passed Favre now and is in second place for the most touchdown passes ever. Uh, for the most text passes that got a win, Favre is still number one. Definitely, <laughs> definitely way out in front. The Bears kicker hit four uprights. That has to be a record. No one's keeping track of this sort of thing, but that's crazy. Um, and the guy in NFL Red Zone said he couldn't hit four uprights again if they paid him to do it. Well, obviously, they were paying him to hit anywhere between the uprights. And he couldn't do that. <laughs> I know. I watched that game. Also, he'd kick it and hear dong on the TV. I'm like, how are you hitting that? What is going on? That is, I mean, to do that twice in a game is crazy. Four times. Oh, my goodness. Are there any odds on that? Uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen that. That'd be a fun thing to bet on, <laughs> uh, hitting the upright. <laughs> Four times. I mean, that's got to be, like, even once in a game has got to be really rare, right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Four times. That's crazy. Uh, Joe Flacco uh, might need surgery on his hip. Ooh. Same with my aunt. Like, <laughs> Joe Flacco. Maybe they'll be roomies. <laughs> What's the? What, did he have a regimen of cream of wheat and Matlock reruns to get back to where he was? I don't know. The, Titans. Uh, the Titans made a statement in their win over the Patriots, and that statement was, um, we would like to be the team that the, the Chiefs beat in the first round of the playoffs. So if you don't mind, that, that could be us. That would be great. Yes. Um, a, a Tennessee Titan was fined $10,026 for stomping on the Cowboys' midfield star. <laughs> Which, what? I don't understand. Like, what? like they the the kid got an interception and he ran to the middle of the field and he was stomping on the star in the middle of the Cowboys field. Take that. <laughs> Take that paint. Yeah. Right. But 10,000 to 26, that's a very specific number. What kind of bizarro table are they using to figure these numbers out? It's probably like 10,000 is the fine, and then 26 is like the cost of the paint to fix the star or something. They have a tantrum (laughs) chart. Oh, yeah, a tantrum chart. It's the fee. Yeah. Yeah, It's a processing fee. The NFL sticks on the $10,000 fine. God. That's a pretty expensive tantrum. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It was just one star. What if he taunted a five-star team? How much is that? That's yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Times that by five. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas got a fine too. He uh, fined thirty thousand dollars for his uh, touchdown cell phone celebration. Those are some serious roaming charges. That's <laughs> a lot. Thirty thousand. I hope she talked really dirty to him. Was <laughs> yeah, no that worth it? <laughs> God. That's a big fee. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Any one of these could be the closer. All okay. Right. All right. We're uh, ready. Let's let's go. With Brace yourself. There was, there was a tiny chance of rain or snow at Lambeau Field Sunday, but the Packers played anyway, uh, prompting our president to say, "Amazing." It, <laughs> <out the> rain. <laughs> it went out in. 
what might be rain. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, he doesn't that hair. If he if he gets that wet, God knows what will happen to him. God knows. <laughs> and the That's spray tan, point. the spray tan, and the hair color might just <laughs> the orange is peeling, running off, and his hair is just falling. Yeah, it might just turn into some caustic <laughs> goo. He'll look like a homeless person or something. Who knows? Did someone oh. tell him that we see the goggles that he wears during the uh, <laughs> spray tan? The tanning process? Like, <laughs> you need a little please. concealer to blend, dude. Oh, I stop see, it. I think he's trying yeah, to make something. it look like he's, you know, like been out skiing. So he's got the goggles, <laughs> you know. So he's got the. <laughs> I'm active. <laughs> see, I do stuff. <laughs> I'm active. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's kind of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of a mess. All right, Kostaki. Indeed. Well, thanks for well, calling it's a pleasure. in. I've never I've never done the Tom Bernard show without Tom Bernard. This is uh this is like Roseanne without Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very interesting experiment you guys yeah. are running here. Well, he, he's at home hocked up on Dayquil watching polka on TV. So. Seriously, <laughs> the man was watching polka. Like not uh, polka dancing, what? just polka dancing. People were just dancing. Well, it's like the local stations, they'll have a camera at a rec center <laughs> where old people are dancing to polka music, and yeah. that's like just something they report yeah, on. Yeah, so, yeah. That is mm. hard to believe. Right, that, oh my right now, that's gracious. my life, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the diversion of quick snaps. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> I appreciate it greatly. Enjoy. All right. Thanks. All right, guys. We'll talk, talk soon. Thanks next so week. much. Bye-bye. All right. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. Between that and the horrible uh, um, Orson, Welles. Orson Welles movie, seriously, if anybody tells you to watch that piece of crap, don't do not do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Even if you're not the most <laughs> bored you've ever been. The other side of the wind. Oh, my God. Uh, Orson Welles, quite a character. Oh, well, it, it was like, yeah, and one of his main actors was a porno actor. Hmm. I was only half watching this because I had no interest in this whole really? biography that he was watching. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and he'd, he'd like come back and do, because Orson Welles didn't like shoot like normally, like with a schedule. He was like, uh, just here and there. I guess. Hmm. In between bouts of chowing down like a. Super pig at my doing wine yeah. commercials. <laughs> <laughs> they actually showed that they showed the footage, so you saw him. Oh, yeah, it wasn't just audio, you could see him doing it. Oh, the fridge. Oh, God, it was, that... yeah, it was, it was actually pretty interesting, I guess, pretty interesting um, biography, but no, that no. That movie yeah. was just. Yeah. I'll I'll stick with my little YouTube snippets of Orson Welles and his antics. Yeah, it kind of sounded like they were a bunch of kinky guys. Yeah. Really doing a lot of kinky stuff. Some of those That's kind of what it sounded like. Sybil Shepherd lived in a wing of his house. Oh, really? Yeah. For a while oh, with some know. other actor. Was she in any of his movies? I don't know. I always thought that Sybil Shepherd came after Hitchcock's glory days. Yeah. Because she. Wasn't she like a 70s kind of actress? Well, she was modeling. She modeled for a long time. Yeah. And I, I think she started in like the mid to late 70s acting. I'm trying to think what uh, what her big claim to fame was. Yeah, 71 is when she uh, what were, went what active, were the, What apparently. were her movies, Andy? 
Let's see I can't, here. I can't operate this computer. <laughs> a lot of stuff. No, but there was one really big one that she was in that kind of launched her career. And I'm thinking it was mid-70s. Last I, Picture Show, Heartbreak Kid, last Daisy. Last Picture Show. Oh, that was her first I, movie. Oh, I think that's what kind of, yeah. That was, a, that was a big that was I a always big get her and Jessica Lange mixed up when I think of movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they kind of came about the same time. Right, and, and they, they sort of look the same. Yeah, so I always get those two. I always think, oh, yeah, that's like, Sybil was in the Kong movie. Yeah, that's like Kira Knightley and um, Natalie Portman. Yes. I always was like, aren't they the same person? I know. Did she just change her teeth a little bit so she can, <laughs> is it like her alter ego sort of thing? I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, well, we're running out of time. Thanks for joining us. And Tom, maybe, perhaps, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.